1: Thanks for joining me for another Blunt Business on CannabisRadio.com. Really appreciate all of you joining us. If you haven't done so, if you haven't subscribed to the show yet, please do so. Apple Podcasts or Spotify, and please rate and review the show. And, of course, you can find all of our programming, CannabisRadio.com. Let's get right to our guest. We have a real treat for all of you today. Uh, we have a return guest here to Cannabis Radio, who was originally on our Days and a Fuse program with Lathan Woodward back in November 2021. We want to happily welcome him back. So... He is the chief creative director of Juicy Holdings, but I don't want to go to some overlandish introduction for this gentleman. We're just going to get right into it. He's the chief creative director of Juicy Holdings, a Grammy Award winner, uh, Andreas Dre Newman Dre. Thanks for being on with us again. Thanks for having me again. I'm excited. It's so I want to ask you: We have to go to the music part because it's just everybody must be fascinated just with what you've done with artists uh, in music. And I'm gonna say it like this: We're still doing that today, right now. You're working on, you were just working on a uh, Queens of the Stone Age, and working on the compilation for their next album, and the compilation album called uh, Desert Sessions, a supergroup being developed. Now, I gotta ask about when it comes to. It kind of ties in the fact of how we talk about branding and advertising and just positioning whatever it might be, whatever my content, whatever kind of talent, whatever kind of thing we're trying to promote. Quality. Mm-hmm. And I feel like with music today, I listen to a lot of new music and I have I mean, I have my Spotify playlist, right? Across the board, Queens of the Stone's Age, Lenny Kravitz, all these other artists you got to work with, Iggy yeah. Pop, Foo Fighters, ZZ Top, they're all on my playlists, but there's a difference. The older artists came away with quality. You we were used to buying the records in the stores or buying the consents or CDs where we had enough to say, okay, we're going to buy this. We're going to carry this as a physical union. And we appreciate the mastership, the time taken into it. I feel like a lot of things we see now are very disposable or just rehashes of something from before. You know, you think about that now, someone of a creative mind like yours, that we see a lot of that into the mainstream today. And things that might have crossed over into the mainstream, not so much. Yeah, that's a that's an
2: interesting question. Actually, uh, 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 thank you, thank you for asking that because that's something you 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 don't get often that question. So first of all, these so the the musicians I like to work with they uh, uh, is mainly and it kind of fell into it is mainly the the rock and roll crowd, right? It's like you you mentioned, it's like the Queens of the Stone Age, Fighters, Arctic Monkeys, Iggy Pop, etc. And these these bands or these artists, they always trying to. I think they naturally coming. They have to come up with something very original because they have. Of course, they have their style, but they come from other bands. There's a lot of collaborations happening. So with, this is like a family, even. So these guys inspire themselves, but they they like. There's no competition, but they have to come up with something really original. And the funny thing is, you're saying like we used to take this home uh, in the rock genre specifically. You see. The return of the vinyl record. So uh, the, the Grammy I've, uh, I won a, for best packaging and best photography. Like in 2020, it was for Desert versions. Yeah, this is actually for the vinyl album design and its photography. So I didn't do the design, but I did the photography. And uh, with a very talented New York design team did that, the that design. And the main, the main brain behind this as well visually is always like the artist. Really, in this case, uh, Josh Homme from Queens of the Stone Age. He's like the He's like the, the the creative force. I'm kind of uh, honored to be, called me like his creative, his visual instrument, right? I'm, they call me sometimes the the, the the camera player in the band. So I'm, I'm really part of that. Very, very close of the uh, uh, with, with the musicians. And then I have to, the responsibility to basically kind of, and it's a big responsibility. Imagine they're working a year on the music and then they hand this to somebody like who has to actually do in like two weeks or three weeks the visual. Um, it's it's in these genres I'm working with to answer your question. I think it's more original and, and very very um, very organic. Uh, then you have all the other genres when they there's, if there's great genres like jazz and things similar. But then I mean, right. the short living short living uh, kind of featuring like and 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 like and sampling culture in, in some of the genres is like of course that's you can call it not a ritual, but then they make a new ritual and they re revitalized and all older songs as well. It's funny, like I just heard like Herb Albert. I don't know if you remember him. He said this, this, this yeah. was the king of the 60s, right? Uh, Taylor Taylor Swift just pushed one of his songs back to life, right? Right,
1: right. Well, I wrote, think about, well, Herb Albert was a good example. You're talking about what four or five decades constantly involved in music. I mean, it was just a song I was thinking about uh, not so long ago for the 90s. He did a song with, and Janet Jackson was uh, in the vocals of it, but it was a Herb Albert album. And on top of that, so sexy. 70s into the 80s into the 90s and even now at the current day because the thing is now you have a lot of songs that are being interpolated and brought into the mix because they had nothing else and all and so the money now being made is oh let's sell the libraries to some big conglomerate that's going to just buy a big bubble shirt take it and make us money off of it It that's right property just make money but where's the new stuff and on top of that the younger demographic they don't they only have a mainstream that is so homogenized. Like we don't have where music would go ahead and come into the forefront. Okay. We would have it. It wasn't called hit radio. It was called Top 40. And That's right. 40 songs. Doesn't matter what makes it onto the chart. But if it gets up there, it gets into the ether, it crosses over to the mainstream. And then people get, <laughs> you get the entrance, that gateway into new music, the, the one single that comes out from a Queens of the Sun's age, but that's to draw you into the album. Same thing with Lady Cripton, <laughs> same thing with all of those. You go to the albums and you get the full breadth of the con- entire scope of the group or the artist. That is taken away. And why is it that you feel like that kind of mass consumer type of feel of for albums or for long or for, for real, tangible, well-thought-out projects? It doesn't happen as much everybody. It, Least, no. at, well, um, a way where we're just so we, we have such a short attention span as younger audience coming out there.
2: That's right. It's the it's the hunting of this of the of the streams, right? So when you have like now you have all this like, which is a, a great thing as well. Like Spotify and all these platforms title they have the advantage as well, but they very much like, like the, the 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 big big artists make lots of money. The mid, middle class doesn't make any money anymore. And the, the the small ones don't make money at all. So. They're hunting, all of these guys hunting for the streams and this is like pushing constantly out singles but most of the time they have nothing to do with the last single because they're just trying another one, trying another one. Um, in Contrary, again, to if just want to, want to say that if you haven't listened to it the, the Queens of Estonia album that you want in Times New Roman is I think it's probably their best album. I would, I, there's lots right. of people would argue with me but it's it's came out of COVID it came out of, came out of like Josh Homme's all personal cleanse of of regarding Zou's divorce, I thing and being very clear on this album, and he created something. It, it's an album, you know. When you listen to it, it's really an album, like you just said, the album. This is an album. You have to listen to every song. It's, whole story telling it's a whole storytelling, and it's a it's a visually and musically an album. And that right. that we're missing. We, we, you are absolutely right. That we're missing those short-lived like attempts to. To getting getting views, it's called it getting views, even right? So right, this this is this is what we're losing. But then again, you know, uh, the, the world moves on, right? And and there's there's different concepts, and we, we we don't appreciate it, we don't like it so much. But lots of people they don't even know it,
1: different, right? <laughs> it's, I, it just, I hamper on this. I have a media yeah. podcast that they call the Broadcasters Podcast, and I hamper on the fact we don't, and I like to call tastemakers. The people that will always introduce us to new music and give us a chance to learn about it. I mean, we had, so with all these Spotify's, Apple Music's, and Doors of the world, we don't have any taste makers. And it's not an algorithm that's going to do that for us. But I loved when we were introduced to new artists and said, okay, if a radio disc jockey at some progressive station said, you know what? We're going to get you, uh, we're going to tap you into somebody that's new. How many times would we have a radio station would, that, would, that would introduce an artist and the artists would all of a sudden break free. And like, all like okay, in Los Angeles, all these artists we're talking about here. Hayrock was a great station for that. And they oh, yeah. constantly broke new artists. And they would Bye. go ahead and go across the country around the world. And there's something to be said about artists like Queens of the Sun's Age and others where they're putting out albums still. They're still on tour. They're the ones that could go on tour and still command thousands upon thousands wherever they are, oh, yeah. amphitheater and whatnot. There's still a following for them, a loyal following. So let's tie it into what Jushi does. Let's tie it into what, you know, brands are out there. Oh, is, ah, super, super interesting because I had,
2: uh, uh, this is, this is, so that's, most of the time people get confused that I can do this and do that or like want to do this and that. So I, <laughs> yeah, right. So I was always, for me, um, and I found this out only later, really, like, because I, I, tend to fall into things. My background is really advertising, right? Like I did this for a long time, real brutal advertising right. The film di- as a film director and producer with my own company is always merging some shape or form with advertising agencies. So I have this solid advertising ba- base, right. right? So bringing that to music was interesting for people like Josh Frommey and so on because they don't get these guys normally in the music business because normally the visualists in the music business are like, okay, there's the friend, yes, the access, or like the photographers, they just know somebody and then they do the photos, and the photos are really good because the access and not the really art of the photo sometimes. Right. So, anyway, coming back to Jushi, um, I think with with cannabis, cannabis is a very similar product than music. It's kind of like it's it's an emotion. It's always different. Everybody feels it different, and you you kind of. You you, you you cannot compare it. It's like art nearly, right? It's like if you if you smoke certain strains, you have this feeling, um, and this feeling you only have because I've I've been mentally in a certain situation. I have eaten something. I've not eaten something. I've drink drank something. Not and I'm in an environment which which enhances this feeling. So. It can never be different it can never be the same and it's for everybody different so same like music you know music has no canvas it's just a situation it's an emotion I listen to it everybody feels a difference some some people feel it some people don't feel it some people feel that so very similar so in terms of marketing or I, I, I would never want to say I only say it now for uh technical, technical reasons but I would not my my department in Jushi is called the creative department or the creative team it there's no we have no marketing department uh, and I I, mm-hmm. I when we started there, I did this on purpose because I don't think this this product should be marketed you know when you say like this it's a marketing campaign we have to right 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 it's it's telling the story of this wonderful her plant right and trying to uh give access to people and and share the share the experience with it and and this is this is what I'm trying to do with our with with our specifically our new brands I mean we had a long journey with Joshito. we had some we we were really starting with acquiring even acquiring brands. We acquired retail uh, chains and so on. So to 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 create culture in these inherited uh, uh, properties was was not was challenging. But now we're in the phase at the moment. We we launching our own brands and we we did with um, with uh, tasteology sachet and uh, now as a new brand coming out, high it's called and that's a total artistic freedom project is the high-end flower brand against the market you know nobody wants to ever ex- this is the most expensive flower you could buy is <laughs> the best of the- you're going back to hand-picked hand hand trimmed instead of oh cannabis business is down let's do all cheap um why are we doing this is because not not only because you we, we we want to we want to give people like the opportunity to buy like the the best of the best. But as well, you know, we, we're we a company who has, who has been, who, as I said, who has been growing very, very fast. So I remember we were 2019, we were like 20 people. Now we're like 1,200 people. So so how do you create culture? You know, how do you create pride of what you do? And we did this Cayenne brand hijinks now in all our, uh, uh, our, all our growth. We're introducing this Wow. It's not automation. It's not about automation. It's not about like the, uh, the next wheat factory and more efficient and cheaper and cheaper. It's artisanal. It's like the the best of the best hedge. and that makes these people proud and it creates a culture, you know, like not only in the, in the growth as well in the, in the retail, people are proud of what they do. And this is the only way how we, I think can fix our, like really like have unifying now these, these people have put together in such a fast race, right? And you know how the COVID was. It was like any boom and everybody's hiring, hiring, hiring. Now it's the opposite, right? And everything has to be cheap and let's put an outlet store there. I was saying, not that I was saying it's not it's a good thing we put an outlet right. store, but but having that new product, we're very proud and we make everybody we make everybody uh uh very proud in our places and that that creates culture in the company. And if you have good culture, you know, that translates to the customer and then you will have like uh, the, the benefits of having a great relationship with these customers. And as we know as well, these stores we have, we always talk, yeah, we have a national campaign or whatever. These stores are their own little world. They're like little, you know, they these stores, they serve only like this four miles radius around them. And people have to connect with the community. They have to do good things in the community. They have to talk to the neighbors. They have to have neighbors as the client. So you, you have to, if, if, you, if you have good culture, then you, they will do good business. And and it's not only about cost cutting and this and that. It's like, it's very, very um, strategic that as well. Um, but as well, we have, of course, we have the the, the more uh, affordable product line sachet, this affordable flour, And then we have oh, like right. the edibles and all that stuff you need wherever it's allowed and not allowed. Uh, even chocolate, beautiful chocolate, which is organic from south of France with a great partner who's, who grows everything sustainable. So we're trying to, keep it real and and do really good quality to affordable prices, but as well having that, don't forget, like having that beauty, uh, like this really focus on something fantastic, which you can buy. And uh, that brand, we will like it because it has no rules. We introduced it. There's no pantons. There's no fonts. There's nothing. Everybody can do whatever they want. Packaging <laughs> is a mylar bag. You can, we have like 10 different um, art, artistic layouts and they can be, they have no, there's no rules in the right. TV. They can do t- whatever they like to put it in and i think some of these things are very um progressive even for uh, for for uh, for the real world right it's like this kind yeah, of uh, right. i always mention this or so there's a brand called um um there's a great water brand like uh, liquid death for example oh, you know oh, yeah <laughs> the entity brand right but it's a right. the best water you know but it says murder your thirst instead of it comes from the wells of it does come from the wells of Austrian mountains, but you don't have like sure. the trees mm-hmm. and the forest and the the river on the packaging. You have a skull, right? Right, But it's right, right. water. And this will be trying to do, break a little bit the, the traditional thinking there and stuff. So we'll have a good year for creativity this year in, in Jushi. And that, as I said, that goes very, very hand in hand with my music uh, experiences. And as well, be we bringing these together. So we will do something at some point with the Queens of the Stone Age, like their own with hijinks, uh, collaborations, you know, where we just right. drop. Right, don't want to have celebrity brands or have some Justin Bieber stuff, and he has this, this needs his own brand. I think if we work with celebrities or wish we work with artists or music artists, we would only collaborate on the best stuff and have their own drop. You know, like for four weeks, and then it's over. Not like okay, right. It's, therefore, now. Now we need a rock band with a cannabis bread. We definitely don't need that. But we need maybe uh, some funding. It's so really
1: the right time, the right place at the right time with the right, right artist right. to work with. Right. I, I want to unpack, unpack a little bit off of that. So it is cultural. There's a cultural aspect across various things that a lifestyle that cannabis brings. I yeah. love, where there's a lot of companies that Jushi is definitely one of the, is the forefront. It's it very much a luxury kind of feel to it. It's very much where you see fashion or you know, accessories, and you just see when you go down. Well, I mean, I go down Worth Avenue and Palm Beach all the time, and I see all these amazing luxury brands. And there's a lot of those that are doing canvas accessories or doing products, and just the way they put together and the look, and also the little credit where where it is affordable. Because when you look at the Juicy Store, you look at the product line, class. It's class. It's quality. It just looks. I mean, you you, you want to buy just for the packaging alone, because you already know there's something good inside. And that's part of the thing that I think you really created on the juice sheet, which doesn't require much marketing. It's just like a luxury brand. Uh, you know, we don't need to put out billboards or, you know, a whole lot of uh, things about that make the message. It's exactly. Seeing is everything. Absolutely. And this is like inter- super interesting what I say.
2: I was always... You know, we, we acquired a lot of, uh, a lot of stores as well. And some of these stores have like their own, they have their own marketing team. So they're like, we have, we have no marketing team for all of our 40 stores. We have only the creative team. So we put out good, we try to put out, as you said, good stuff there and people will find it if they, because it's all word of mouth. So uh, of course, we're not like, uh, just like going with the flow here. We, we do research, right? And we know the most important thing in, in cannabis marketing for stores is like, the actually seeing the property is like a local thing. Seeing it from the street. That's number one. And as well, uh have great stuff in there. So you have the word of word of mouth going going. And and, and that's that's basically it. The word of mouth can go into digital as you know, in the Reddits and the Instagrams and the in the and Twitters So it's gonna transcend from word of mouth into into digital. Every every fan I can convert. If I convert one person, then I convert like their hundred People maybe they're hundred friends and stuff, so it's all like chain reaction. But it only works when you have good product. I mean, if you you could have, in my opinion, even no branding at all, like you just have white bags, and as long as the, the stuff is good, if the stuff is not good, they're going to destroy you, and they're never going to come back. Like one time they come back. If it's too expensive, they they go somewhere else. If it if it's um if it's if it's great packaging and it's not good, they're not going to come back. If it's a celebrity with great packaging and it's not good, they, they buy it one time, keep the packaging, buy something else, put it in the packaging, and then have fun with the packaging. Right. So so it's it's all about the, what's inside. And again, coming to hijinks, don't want to plug it because it's just, there's not even worth plugging it because we only sell it in some stores, right? It's not a national thing. People always, oh, it's a national brand. Not a national brand. It's just, got, it goes in a bunch of stores. So, and in these stores, this brand goes, it's like, it's it's just honest and it's totally free in terms of what, it's all about what's inside. And that's the that's the most important. So uh, I think people over overestimate the, 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 as well the branding aspect of things. It's long not there. It's like literally selling, to the, specifically flour, it's like selling bananas. Like if it's good bananas, bad banana. You know, like you don't buy the banana because it's in a golden jar. And if it's not a good banana, you got to go to Whole Foods and like, wait for the best packaging for your tomatoes, right? You just want the best tomatoes. They have to look good. They have to taste preferably organic.
1: So let's direct people to the website, Jushico.com, J-U-S-H-I-C-O.com. A lot of different products. Go to brands. You'll find
0: the full complement of brands. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.
1: Includes Testology, sachet, The Lab, The Bank. Uh, of course, stores are also, you can find, they're either called Beyond Hello Nature's remedy or new leaf. And you can find them in Pennsylvania, Illinois, California, Virginia, Massachusetts, and Nevada and Las Vegas and others. And Ohio. So with that said, take a minute to go and close things out real quick for us about what people should go and look for when it comes to juicy. What's really standing out that customers should really be taking a look at.
2: I think it's really what he said. Like this new this 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 new thing is coming now. Like I think. Our uh, my favorite brands and you to look at. And if you if you're in the area where there's a store, like uh, and you if it works, you go to Nevada and you go to our stores in, in New Leaf. Uh, by the way, the sphere of Nevada is coming. I don't know if you heard. Of it. Oh, I saw. It. I've been seeing a lot of that. It's amazing. Exactly. Yeah. We have got a store just like next to that, and that's a that's a great store. Twenty hours open, Vegas style. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So so look look out for a new brand, Highjinks. And I don't care even how you spell it. It's H I, J I N K S hijinks. Dot love. That's it. And that's the new brand. That's the new our high-end brand. That this the, the the all the all the knowledge and the love our people in the in the grows give this brand will as well reflect down in our other strains and, and brands for our lower lower tier like Sachet Bank and and the lab Babe. So we learn from that as well how to creating the highest end stuff and we. Give all the knowledge down to the the, the the lower lower tier uh strain so i think that's look uh, out look out for, for Ijing, and this it's concepts and our stores are both beyond the is our as our most owned because we designed the interior beyond hello specifically Pennsylvania. Now, please check it out it, there we have got five of them in, in philly and then all over the state there's one uh there's one great one as well you would not believe it's the name of the city's potsville that should be the capital of cannabis in the world, at right? Pottsville, Pennsylvania. So. <laughs>
1: wow. Incredible. So, and for those also wanting to learn more about Juju, uh, I would also refer you back to Vern Davis's interview on plant profits with Jim Cacioppo, talking more on the business side as well. I would recommend you yeah. listen back to that audio as well. And for you, Stock of visionados, it's on the OTC markets. Uh, the ticker is JUSHF, also on the Canadian Securities Exchange, under J-U-S-H. Andreas Dre Newman, Chief Creative Director, Jushi Holdings, thanks for making time. Thank you so much. It's always a pleasure to be here. Pleasure's ours. Stay tuned, we have more Blunt Business coming up after a short break.
3: Rolling into some sponsors, but we'll be right back with more Blunt Business.
1: Welcome back to Blunt Business. My next guest's drive and passion created something he believed in, pushing him to take the risk and leaving his career behind Starting a cannabis startup with the early days of the CBD boom back as far back as 2018 and actually 2016 starting the company and quickly working its way into intertwining CBD with sports. And here right now with me is the CEO of Pure Spectrum CBD, Daniel Border. Daniel, thanks for being on with us.
3: Yeah, thanks for having me.
1: So one of the things I got to talk about first off that's gotten a lot of a lot of traction is earlier this summer, you and your company have now partnered with a major league baseball team. Now you'd hope that the team would also be, you know, with a winning product. They'll have a winning program, right? Uh, winning a franchise right now, but you know, Kansas City Royals has always been. It's been an interesting team to always follow along with, but they are legit and the idea is now that at Kauffman Stadium now people get to learn about peer spectrum CBD and it's got a lot of press about it so first of all Major League Baseball became the first professional sports league to partner with CBD companies and the Royals is, are one of the first teams to do that talk to you about what you're able to go and do to get this connection together
3: yeah, um, it's been. It was a long road. Took a long way to get there. And uh, to be honest, you know, since like you said, we started really partnering with athletes and partnering with sports organizations. We've been the the first cannabis company to partner with uh, a major sports organization when we sponsored the CrossFit Games back in twenty eighteen. First cannabis company to partner with U.S. Olympics when we partnered with USA Triathlon and USA Weightlifting. And you know, those were awesome moments for us. And I think. For the industry, I think it pushes the industry a little bit further. But um, to me, uh, getting the Royals deal done really dwarfs both of those things. Um, I don't know about you, but I before I got involved with him directly, I had never watched the CrossFit Games. I had never watched a, a USA Triathlon event or a USA Weightlifting yeah. event, uh, but. I have watched a baseball game. I've been to a baseball game, right? And I think that's probably uh the majority. And so it's just a different level of acceptance that we've we've gotten to as an industry. And when you partner with a team like the the Royals, I think it, what what it really shows people is not just that you are approved and selected by the Royals, but that you are approved and, uh, and vetted by the MLB, right? Like the MLB is not going to allow you to partner with one of their teams unless they themselves vet you out too. And so um it was exciting uh, when it all was happening and, um, you know, you alluded to it. I told my dad about it and you, you, when you tell your dad something, uh, especially if you love and respect your father, uh, you hope that he says something like, oh, I'm proud of you and, and not something like, well, why the Royals? Why not like a winning team? I <laughs> <The> whole...
1: <laughs> had a couple of winning seasons. Don't get me wrong. It's just, you know what? Moneyball's a real deal. Okay, it's hard for teams to go ahead and get the kind of stars that going to come to Kansas City to a smaller market. I mean, that's why Oakland is also suffering in the same way. It's just a matter of that. That's where baseball is right now. You know, when they might have a might have a luxury tax, but or a salary cap, but really, there's not a lot of parity as of
3: yet. Yeah, and partnering with the Royals made a lot of sense. You know. I, I was reached out to. So what happened was the MLB went first. They opened up the category to their teams. And, you know, uh, I don't know if I'll get in trouble for sharing my opinion here or not. But my opinion is the MLB was probably the going to be the last to go. Uh, you know, if you, if you looked at all the leagues from an objective standpoint, you probably would have said NBA, they've kind of had the, the most lax of policies when it comes to cannabis and stuff. NBA is probably going to go first. Uh, And then MLB and NFL will be tied with like definitely one of those two are going to be the slowest movers. Um, And I thought MLB would have been the slowest. And I think looking back on it, you say like, why did they move the fastest? Uh, What might have lit a fire under them to move that quickly? And I think it was COVID, uh, to be honest with you. I think it was the lack of revenue from, you know, the 2020 season, 2021 season. Baseball with its 81 home games they make the most money off of people butts in seats, people coming into the stadium, and so they lost probably a large amount of revenue. And they probably looked at new categories and saw CBD as a a safe product at this point, right? We've been doing it for almost a decade now, and really hadn't have haven't had any huge uh, uh, stories or adverse events or anything like that. And so I think the MLB opened up. Uh, And then once they did, you know, uh, we were reached out to by a lot of different teams, probably because our sports history and uh, a lot of teams reached out either through email or LinkedIn or uh, friends of friends, contacts. And uh, I talked to like 10 teams right out of the gate. And for me, you know, I'm still a young entrepreneur. I'm just trying to learn like, what does a MLB team look for in a partner? What do you know, what are the things that make them tick? Not even really thinking that I was going to get a deal done, just wanting to learn and uh, the Royals just took a, a step above with their partnership team and uh, of like just the way they listened and understood like here's where I want, here's what I want for my company, here's what I want for the industry, here's the route that I've chartered to to get there and they, they said, okay, we hear you, here's how we think we can partner with you to to get you down that route even faster and the other teams, it really just seemed like a money play for them but the Royals, they really understood the mission. I mean, even just calling us the trusted wellness partner of the Kansas City Royals, right? Like, if you look at the other deal that was done in the in the cannabis space with MLB, it was a company called Mind. Uh, I I don't know enough about the company to say one way or the other about Mind, but they became the official CBD partner of the Cubs, right? And it seems like a small difference—the official CBD partner or the trusted wellness partner. But to me, it's a very big difference, and especially when you have you know uh, sponsorships like teams do with large hospitals or organizations like that, that they kind of have to stick their neck out to if they're calling this hemp company, their trusted wellness partner. So uh, it, it was a long road, but I think what it does for the industry, I think it shows how far we've come. And I think it kind of backs the FDA into a corner of sorts of like, you guys have to regulate it now. You have to figure out a pathway. You have to figure it out. As we saw with the House Oversight Committee last week meeting on it, this is, it's too big. Like you can't, you know, just squash it. Like you, it's up to you guys now to figure out a regulatory pathway. And especially since you have MLB, uh, you know, partnering with Charlotte's Web and things like that. And so
0: there's a lot to be said. There's a lot of invent- For over 10 years, Grammarly has been powered by AI technology that you trust. With one click, you and your team can easily brainstorm, rewrite, and reply with personalized suggestions. You'll be amazed at what you can do. Go to grammarly.com/podcast to download for free. modelo, la marca de los luchadores. Así que sírve de esta dorada y
2: refrescante lager. Porque tú sabes que cuanto más grande sea la lucha, mejor sabrá la recompensa. Pusiste las horas, el esfuerzo y el trabajo duro. Tú eres un luchador y esta cerveza es para ti. Modelo, la marca de los luchadores. Todo con medida importada por Crown Imports, Chicago,
1: Illinois. Aspen, goes in for advertising and marketing that brand at the level of all these other major corporate brands that they must have at Kaufman stadium, not to mention that you're, because it really, because the product is there. And it's also, you know, specific to Kansas city that people are going to know what that product is. They're going to be able to look and access that product in a lot of different places. And, you know, there's a familiarity with the Royals that those fans are going to go look for that product in those stores, not to mention that you also have an area you have a way to kind of display at Cosmos City with Pure Spectrum Lodge. So you're using uh, using the Provide Fans with a cool, shaded place to learn about your and the endocannabinoid system and the benefits of CBD. So you have that. Plus, you're also sponsoring events. You had community events. There was the big, slick, celebrity softball game back in June and Yoga Day at the K. And you had 250 fans participate in a class led by Power Life Yoga. And you put it all together. Like, this is a great deal. For the fact of I mean, some of the CBD companies, can you back this up? Can you get the trust of a sports franchise that is will run out? I mean, listen, Kansas City Royals, Major League Baseball, everybody's familiar with that, that 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 franchise because it's been around for ye- for dozens of decades. Well, not dozens of decades, but like what? I think I so. I
3: think it's like over hundred years now or something right. crazy.
1: So uh-huh. you got that established baseball club putting this out there. And people were noticing it and saying, wow, who is this company? What they're doing? You have to be legitimate. And just like you said, if the FDA has not moved their asses about getting the hemp bill implemented for 2024, look, there are companies that want to work with, you, with with companies like yours. And imagine if you get the chance to go ahead and put this out there where other baseball organizations could be wanting to do the same thing, even if it's not major league, if it's minor league or collegiate, whatever it might be, that- CBD should be allowed to be such, and also we should have the implementations. We should have regulations put in place so that while you're doing a product like this and getting this out in such a big showcase, you have to be legitimate. You just can't be a product that doesn't that just sits around and you know it's everybody might you know stigmatize that CBD might not be effective, and for those naysayers, well the royals think you are, and they're giving you all the ability to go ahead and promote your product of course is revenue for them but they have to stand behind who they're bringing out there and who they're promoting in that stadium.
3: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I think the the other thing about the Royals that I love uh, and I think that it's comparable with with Pure Spectrum with who we are as a company is you look back to that 2015 World Series, right? And like they the Royals kind of captivated the world in the fact that they were able to get there and they were able to play small ball. And figure it out and beat some of these huge budget teams, these big market teams. And to me, that's that's where I am as a company, right? I don't have the budget to do a $30 million deal with the MLB the way Charlotte's Web did. I don't have the budget to do some of these things, but uh, we can play small ball better than some of these other companies. We are uh, still a very tight knit company. And so we can out Outperform in our customer service department. We can outcare some of these larger corporations that have millions and millions. And so I love that about like the unity between us and Pure spectrum is is uh, where I'm at as a company is we we have to play small ball and we have to you know outplay and outthink some of these larger competitors that have tens of millions sitting in a bank account right now uh, that I'm up against and competing with.
1: And why not? I mean, on top of that, you've worked with a lot of good companies out there, high-level clients in public sector when it comes to colleges, when it comes to U.S. Senate on top of that. And Mm -hmm. you would have the time to go ahead and speak about the benefits of CBD for athletes when it wasn't made available. And you couldn't necessarily just have any kind of athlete endorse or try a product without risk of any kind of issues from any governing body about, you know, what kind of substances you're putting in your body. So CBD is, is much more, it's, growing a lot more momentum now among sports it, you know if it's individual or team sports you're getting that there and you've been doing it for five years getting in front and talking about it starting off with partnering with the crossfit games back in 2018 and now moving all the way up to major d baseball teams now working with you as well so you made a lot of a lot of stride through making those partnerships happen And showing that your company now is really doing something. So Pure Spectrum CBD, let's go and talk about the product itself. And we haven't had a chance to go and bring up where you are with the product. I mean, it's one thing to be in front of everybody out there in a sports city, but now the website itself, PureSpectrumCBD.com. Let's talk about what people are going to learning about when it comes to your oils, your tinctures. As they go to the website, PureSpectrumCBD.com, tell them about what you have that's really stand out right now for Yeah, they're looking to go and find out more.
3: Uh, Yeah, I think uh, you know. Right now, we started out as a tincture company, and uh, I had never taken a tincture before I got into the CBD industry. I didn't really know what a tincture was, and uh, and now you know they're kind of. Uh, One and the same with mentioning the cannabis industry at all. Uh, Tinctures are are really familiar to people, but those have been our bread and butter since the beginning, Uh, our broad spectrum tincture. Uh, We do use a broad spectrum distillate in those, but they are THC free since we have always been with athletes. Uh, we really started with UFC fighters and so they got regularly drug tested. And if they failed the drug test, they lose their revenue for two years. They can't feed their kids. And so uh, it was really important for us to be able to provide the broadest spectrum as possible without that THC component um, because we did have athletes and, and first uh, first responders and police officers using our product. And so that is and uh, has always been our main, our best seller, both our 500 milligram and our 1250. Uh, but we have some solution-oriented tinctures now that are really doing well. So we have a, a tranquil tincture for sleep that also includes a bit of CBN in there. Uh, and then we have a focused tincture called Vibrance that has a good amount of CBG in there. Uh, and those have been Doing really well. And then my favorite product right now, just because it's such an entry-level product, it's a $14.99 product. Um, and it's our mints. And uh, it's a 10 of 30 mints, 15 milligrams for each mint. So there's 450 milligrams in that whole 10 just for 14.99. Uh, and it's a pretty crazy price point for something like that. But I love it because it gives people a chance who might not have tried CBD before. 30 chances to figure out how does it help them, right? If they carry that around in their pocket or in their purse they and they get uh, different times throughout the day or different things happen to them throughout the week, they can see in this situation does cbd help me let me try a minute and see see if things get better or not and then once they they figure that out it's like okay here's how cbd can help me what happens if i start making an actual routine of it what happens if i start taking a tincture every day what happens if maybe i get a topical and get some of that targeted relief on whatever i'm looking for so um, to me it's just an opportunity to like really crack open the the door of maybe this is real maybe this does this can help me with something
1: not to mention, I want to make a point when you go to the website to go look at the ambassadors and the level of you know either performers, if, if it's athletic or if it's easy even just for acting or songwriting or just for singing. And just look at who's out there, entrepreneurs that are also you know making the point that they use the product and it's a bit effective for them. So you want the personal accounts, go and look for that as well. So that's a lot you've gotten done. There's a lot of accomplishments. You you're setting the bar to what other CBD companies would want to be, Daniel. So it's really great that you're able to go ahead and put this across. And it's you know, congratulations on being able to make that deal with the Kansas City Royals. You know, I think if you just give them a little more supply, you know, for the players, you know, down there in the dugout and the bullpen, you know, let's go and turn a team around, huh? I mean, you got you got the second half of the season to go. I mean,
3: uh, hey, it's a it's a multi year deal, so you know we're <laughs> uh, we're just getting warmed up. You know, we'll see uh what happens in 2024 uh we'll i'll actually be out there tomorrow night at the game we're doing an ag night uh to highlight the farmers um and to really uh, benefit them they're doing a a bobblehead giveaway and it's the first bobblehead i've seen like this where it's the greenskeeper on a bobblehead. it's he's riding on his lawnmower and (laughs) he's got his bobblehead. so um we uh we're sponsoring that tomorrow night it should be a fun night out at kaufman uh for ag night
1: Fantastic. Daniel Huter, uh, the CEO of Pure Spectrum CBD. Thanks for making time and really appreciate you taking time out to talk to us.
3: Yeah, thanks so much for having me. It's been a blast and uh, hopefully we're going to do it again sometime. Right.
1: And thank you listeners for tuning in. We'll talk to you next time.